Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Okay, hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. Because we may have conflicting views, but I want to make sure that we're clear on a few things. Okay, great. So, was looking in the intersocial interwebs um, and found this video of Kanye and Kim talking. Now, I don't know if this was for one of her taping seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't know, because there were other people in the room. Who knows? But the clip that I saw was him sitting in a chair, her sitting across the room in the couch, and she was saying that, um, you know, she has so much anxiety or she had anxiety last night. And so, and she was like, you know, and then here you are doing doing something again. And he was like, how did that comment give you anxiety and so she was like well you know I had a hard time last night and I'm paraphrasing as best as I can you know I had a hard time last night or whatever and he and, and you're talking about you don't want me to wear a tank top and he was and he clearly said and listen shouts out because he articulated this perfectly in my opinion his comment to her was along the lines of you are my wife and it affects me when you dress too sexy her response to him was then um, something along the lines of, well, you built me up with all this confidence and you built me to be the sex person, sexy person. And, you, you know, you tell me all these different things and then you want to go ahead and try to, you know, bring me down or whatever. And he was like, but I don't like the tank top. And so then she was like, literally said to him. Whatever, just because you're on this new path and this new journey and this thing that you're doing in your life doesn't mean that I'm there with you. And Kanye picked up all his West and he left the room. He was like, oh, okay. And he picked up real quick. I guess he knew, listen, cameras is rolling. People are here. We have company. Before I go regular Kanye and you don't have all the answers swayage, I'm going to go ahead and pick up the rest of Kanye West and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to leave. And he, okay, okay. And he walked out. And as he walked out and left, she was just like, ridiculous, whatever, right? So I brought that to the kitchen table because that's when my husband and I have um some of our best conversations. And I was like, husband. So I went over it with him and he was like, she's right. And my eyebrows almost connected to my hairline. The shock that came over me I said she's what he was like I agree with her now listen my husband is the most conservative proper awesome dot every I cross every T kind of guy right so I just knew we were getting ready to have a one-sided conversation where we both backed up Kanye much to my dismay, chagrin, if you will, he backed up the cam. I said, Ron K, Papa, what you do? Okay, but let me hear you out. He was like, well, hear me. He said, literally, this woman has based her entire career. Like she has a wealth stimulate, founded in the fact that she did something improper, inappropriate to get that. Okay, 
We know that this is a family show in my head. The conversations we have are a show, so I'm trying to in my head. So we're going to keep it PG as much as possible. But she got her fame for recording her having relations with an ex or her boyfriend at the time, Sir Ray J. Okay, extraordinaire, Brandy's brother. Have a nice day. She don't have no talents. She don't sing good. You know, she, that's not what gave her her spark, right? Even with her daddy being a lawyer, it wasn't something that, you know, she stumbled into. There was a tape that was exposed that was sold because her boyfriend at the time was famous. And so when it was sold and it was founded, she made money and she made a fortune over that and she built her fortune based on that. And so my husband's take was, he cannot expect to change that completely around. He cannot expect that the very source of her wealth is then going to be diluted. And as he was talking, I could not put my eyebrows down. I couldn't. It was, at that point, it was glue. Okay? That's just how that goes. But I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Now that you said that, I have seen other clips and things where she actually has said he's dressed her. And the outfits that he dressed her in look like band-aids and bondage and everything to show off her shape. And I even think, just thinking out loud, that I've heard him say something along the lines of, you know, it pays to have a sexy wife or like I love dressing her or something to that effect. Now, the only other person on the green and blue earth that I know that just flaunts their wife's sexuality and all things shape and all that other stuff is the rapper Ice-T, right? I don't know how Coco does it. That's his wife's name. But she finds outfits that are 75% off, and I'm not talking about the price. I don't know how she does it. She might as well just walk out with uh, what Eve tried to make in the garden. Put a little Band-Aid there, Band-Aid there, put a couple of leaves there, and just keep it moving because that's the equivalent thereof. But Ice-T doesn't have a problem with that. He has literally said every man wants to see their woman like this, and I don't mind them looking at my woman. Now, that was cute when that was Ice-T's girlfriend. It was questionable. To me, when it was his wife, it was more questionable when she became the mother of his daughter. Because I'm explaining something to you, Sir Ice T, Bishop T. Listen, um, your daughter is going to pick up on this is how a woman dresses, right? Your first role model to womanhood as a woman is the closest woman to you. So if mommy is dressing in band-aids and cotton balls, then I too want to dress in said bandage and cotton ballage, right? So it always alarms me a little bit. It's one thing, you know, and I'm probably going to be a little bit double standard here, but it'd be one thing if they had a son, but you have a daughter. I would have thought that one of y'all would have been like, you know what? I think a t-shirt would do from now on. Yeah. I mean, we can try a crop top, but can it get a little lower? Yeah, I want it at some point. I want your navel covered. I mean, just at some point. A season. Maybe maybe I need to move somewhere where it's cold to get some respect. But they seem to be okay. So I don't know if Kim is looking at the iced tea and, and looking like he don't have a problem. What's wrong with you? 
But I think it made it worse that that Kanye has fed into the sexy and the shape and the I want to dress her and, you know, I want to promote all these other awesome things, right? I think that Kanye may have tapped into a little bit of what I'm saying. That was cool when you were his girlfriend, ma'am. It was even cool when you were fiancé. It's something about becoming a man's wife and becoming the mother of his children as well, either or, that makes him feel like you are my rib, so I want to protect. That is the reason why God made the ribs on the inside covered by skin because the part that God took out of the man to create you, ma'am, requires a certain level of protection. And not only, I mean, you have your muscles over it, you have um, skin, you know, you have things over this particular rib that says, I must protect. And because the rib is very, very close to protecting the heart, it's almost one and the same. So when my husband was letting me know, no, I I agree with her. And I love the fact that it wasn't a, that I got another side of it. That looking at her side of it, I was like, you know what? I can see how that can be a little, a little discouraging, right? The fact that, wait a minute, bruh. You're the one that bought me these band-aids. <laughs> what do you, now you want me to give them to the Goodwill? No, I like the pink ones. And no, keep the blue ones too. As a matter of fact, ooh, as I'm thinking out loud, I remember there being a clip on um, Keeping Up With The Kardashians and they were doing like a, um, Kim was in her closet. Oh, I remember this now. Oh, that's so dope. So they were in her closet pretty much doing like a makeover thing. And Kanye was picking up stuff and he was like, no, no, no. And she was like, ah, it pays that um, I'm in a relationship with someone who's a designer or he's into fashion, right? So, and this is the thing that really keeps relationships on a uphill battle. You cannot expect to get into something, a relationship of any sort, and expect that someone's views will never change. That is the secret sauce to all things um, detriment. That is the fastest way to see something fail. But I guess in her mind, because they were friends for so long, she probably thought she got with someone who understood, who accepted, A, that this is how she got her fame, and this is how she's building her business and the rest of her entities from. And that she's very much going to be showing every part of her body, pregnant or not, have a nice day. And this is how it goes down in these bathroom selfie streets, Kanye. Okay, great. But it made me kind of think of when she was married to Chris Humphreys. I remember when, ooh, you heard my stomach growling? Good grief, I'm hungry. Okay. Um, I remember when... He was on a keeping up with the Kardashians again. And no, I don't watch the show, but when some of these make, you know, the internet, I'm just looking, I'm like, oh, that was ridiculous. I don't have the time to sit through the whole entire, however many minutes of that show. It's it kind of is like a bore. I feel like they all talk the same and it's like ridiculous and I can't sit through it. I just, I can't. So, and that's just me, but God bless them. They got a show and it's doing well and everybody's keeping up with them. I just can't um, run that fast and I'm not keeping up with nothing. But um, he actually said Chris, Chris Humphreys, which was her fiance at that time, they were 
in the midst of preparing for their wedding and that was that whole thing and he said to her because he's from a small town I think like somewhere in Wyoming if I'm not mistaken and he told her he was like babe after you have children and we get married like nobody's gonna know you <laughs> bruh if you would have seen the reaction on her face she was like what do you mean and he was like you know like I'm just like once we settle down and we start raising our family in a small neighborhood, you know, I'm from a small town, so I want my children from a small town. And he's kind of like, again, he was a Christian and he had all these values and it didn't match with her. And she went ahead and married him anyway. And she was kind of like, you know, she was covered up for the most part. She looked really pretty for their wedding. But if if she was honest, if I can go ahead and, you know, take a stab at it myself, I think the reason they didn't work out is because of that statement he made right there, sir. She saw her life flash before her eyes and she saw her becoming a nun and was like, no, sir, not doing it. Absolutely not. You are not going to have me name my children regular names. You're not going to have me no regular clothes. You're not going to have me in a regular town. You're not going to have me with no regular nothing. Have a nice day. And it took that baby 72 days. 72 days, I believe that was. I know it was something in the 70s, but definitely 72 days to be like, nope, <laughs> not having it, Um, not going to be okay. Because I just, he's not going to have me walking around in Uggs. No, not doing it. You know, shouts out to Uggs. Every, every good woman deserves a pair, okay? But that just wasn't the lifestyle she was trying to do. Not in L.A., have a nice day. She wasn't trying to do it. And so kind of like getting my husband's view of that I was like you know what I could see that that makes sense but on my side which he understood also he was just giving me a different perspective but on my side I was very much rooting for um Kanye like real talk um first of all shouts out to him for being able to articulate exactly what he felt without giving you don't have the answer sway to Kim. He could have been like, you don't have the answers, Kim. He, that could have went real because we know. We know Kanye. Kanye knows Kanye. Kim knows Kanye. She tried it, okay? But the fact that it was articulated so clearly that you are my wife and when you dress sexy, it affects me. That was the most effective form of communication on planet green and blue earth I promise you in that one statement he valued her to the maximum he let her know as my wife which was an emphasis on you're just not just anyone to me you're not just someone that I love you are someone that I made a covenant commitment to in saying you are the person that I want to journey and do life with. And that means you are my wife. I chose you. You, you. you gave me the opportunity, but I chose you to be my wife. And when you dress sexy, it couldn't have been no clearer on what he was saying. The connection was to that when you dress sexy, Meaning revealing, because if we take off, how do you spell sexy? It's S-E-X-Y, right? How do you take, what, what happens when you take off the Y? You just have sex on there, which means, ma'am, as my wife, you're only supposed to be having sex with me, which means that when I add this Y, I only want you sexy for me. That's essentially what he was saying.
And then the latter part of that was, it affects me. He was able to say, because I value you and I feel like you're exposing something that should only be isolated from me, it negatively impacts me. It couldn't have been any clearer. And your response, ma'am, was, Miss, Mrs. West, was, well, you build me up to make me sexy. and you, I can't, the voice, okay, I'm sorry. You built me up to be sexy. You, you're the one that dressed me from time to time, and now you want me to stop? And I was like, time out. They're arguing over, or she's holding up an argument about a tank top. Kimberly? Out of, okay, do you know another way to be sexy without being revealing? The proper response would have been, is it all forms of sexy or you just don't like when it's revealing? Like is nipple too much or you, you're okay with form fitting? Is, for, is lace a little bit too, you know, because it reminds you of lingerie? Like at that point, the effective communication that she could have given in response was, or in return was, you know what? A, first acknowledge the fact that you respect that he not only expressed himself effectively but he did it without emotion he wasn't screaming he wasn't going off he wasn't like why do you not get it like he wasn't belittling any of that it was a clear effective 140 characters worth bro he could have text that it was beautiful it could have been quotable it's a tweetable situation so what would have been effective in her response should have been Let's explore what, what form of sexy is okay to you. Because at that point, and she could have just said, I'm not okay with dressing baggy or I'm not at a place in my life that I just want to eliminate all forms of dressing sexy. Yes, I'm a mom of four. Shouts out to North St. Psalm, Chicago. Hey, y'all. Um, Shouts out to them. Yes, I'm a mother of four. Yes, I'm a whole wife. Yes, I have all these other different brands that I'm carrying around. However, I am not okay with at this juncture in my life, Mr. West, putting down all things sexy. So that would have been the greatest time to say, okay, since he went through your closet before and you said yourself that he's a fashion designer and stylist and all these things, why don't y'all come up with, okay, so what's something that, what's a common ground? And I feel like that is such the most easily difficult thing to explore in a relationship. And I honestly don't understand why. I mean, I can, but I can't wear it. I can see it on a mannequin and go, oh, okay, I get it. But on me, it doesn't make sense. Like I've always been a strong advocate of when you are in a relationship, you have taken on the responsibility of caring for somebody else's emotions in their heart. And if someone is saying that something that you do affects them, and if it's in your power to change that, then you have a duty to go ahead and carry that out if it's within your power to do so. A tank top is not going to be the thing that's going to make my husband uncomfortable. It's just not. Do you know how many other pieces of article of clothing that there is? I'm not arguing over a, a, a freaking tank top. I'm not. And I don't think that would have been the opportunity to do so. And I also find it extremely disrespectful that she let him know you're on a journey in your life. You know, just, just, just because you're on a journey doesn't mean that I'm there with you. That couldn't have been a more divided sentence. Like 
I mean, wow. The only other divide she could have did was actually put down some multiple, some uh, actual equation down on a piece of paper. Super disrespectful. Just because he's somewhere and you not listen, maybe that's the problem. Maybe he's journeying and this is where people usually get their, you know, we just grew apart. No, you didn't grow with him. And I'm not saying you camouflage and just whatever he do, you can do better. Like, you know, you don't want to play that game. But you do want to see that when something is important to your spouse, that you actually take on some level of interest. Tank tops right now make him uncomfortable? Cool. What about bodysuits? Be cool on that? Because it connects all the way down like a onesie. You cool on that? Okay, great. Okay. You don't want the shoulders showing? Or you just don't like the, you know, the V-neck situation where the cleavage is out. Like, where, where is your comfort th- thermometer right now? She didn't even try to explore that. It was almost like she was so interested in pushing her will on, of this tank top that it didn't even matter where his comfort level was because she just wasn't there. And I'm like, you know what? Why do people try to iron grasp hold on to their individuality while in a unit. That is such a unjust, unfair, it's almost criminal in my opinion. Because to me that will only, because it doesn't work anywhere else. You cannot go to a job and behave like you don't have a job. Because before you, this is before this job, this is how I was acting. But before this job, you was broken, you un- unemployed. You can't become a new mom and feel like, listen, before you, I got sleep, and so you're not going to just come in my life and try to make me wake up every two to four hours to feed you. There's nowhere else that you can bring on what you did in a prior state in a new situation. You know, Obama couldn't have been like, look, this is what I was doing when I was in my house. This is what I'm going to do in the White House. And I'm going to bring up Obama because he's going to be my forever president. I don't care what nobody say. Don't at me. Okay. And so I feel like in relationships, it's not even the issue with submission. Because I feel like for the most part, we compromise. That is a level of submission, but the submissive part is for a woman because I feel like it's harder for a woman to submit. I think that maybe in some of his truth, he was probably submitting to the fact that, yes, she dressed sexy as a way to just be okay with, listen, I want her. So if I have to be okay with this level of dress to get her, then this is just what I'm going to have to do. Especially coming behind Sir Humphreys, when he made that comment, like, ain't nobody going to know you after we have kids. You know, he had to come strong to get her um, after them 72 days. Sarcasm in my voice, wink, wink. But it's important to understand for men, but especially women, I'm going to separate it real, too, real quick. For a woman, it is important for you to understand if you have the power to change something to make your spouse, your mate, the person that you chose to be in a relationship with, if you have it in your power to change, adjust in any kind of way, you need to do so or you need to be single. It is unfair to force someone to be okay with how you were before. Even if they were okay with it at some point. 
if their likes have changed, if their preferences has, has changed in any way, then you need to explore how much of you you need to adjust to go ahead and make it comfortable again. You can't just set your thermostat just one time for the entire year and that's it. No, them seasons is going to have you adjusting. You're going to have your 100 degree days. You're going to have your below zero days. You're going to, you cannot just wear one outfit and that's the outfit you wear to every occasion in life, to a wedding, to the grocery store, to do laundry, to, you, you can't. So why would you think that you can be one person, be one way in a ever changing relationship with someone else and look at them like, why do you want me to adjust? Because you have to. And love should make, it shouldn't feel forced. Love should make you want to. You see what I'm saying? It should absolutely make you be like, listen, no problem. Now, don't have that fear of, well, I feel like I'm losing myself and, you know, but I feel like I, I need to be respected. No, no, no. Nobody's saying to absolutely start, you know, doing stuff that's like, whoa, he said he wants you to start doing what? We're not saying that. We're just saying, okay. So the volume, the TV volume at 70 is too loud. We're not saying turn off the TV now. We're saying what volume works for me and you so that I could hear it and that it's not too loud for you. Love requires for you to adjust. Marriage requires for you to identify seasons. Wisdom requires for you to be okay with all of the above. You absolutely positively are doing your spouse, your person, a unjust, unfair, just, again, it's criminal. You are doing them a disservice if you look at them and say, oh, well for you. That is the quickest way for someone that you love to feel alone. And that is the enemy's foothold. That is the doorway. That is the jar in the door that you do not want. Um, Kim, this man is famous. Okay. He, um, he has a nair behind his million. Okay. Millionaire. Yes. Um, you talking to him like he's somebody's restaurant server. You're talking to him like he's lower epsilon. I need you to understand. And while yes, you have nair after your million too, um, nobody's looking, you know, shading you. And that's probably why you're looking at it like, sir, with or without you. But on the flip side, as a man, this is why it's important that who you are sharing your heart, your life, and your last name potentially with, that you understand that she, she values not only you, but she values your values. Because there's a difference between valuing a person and valuing what another person values. Like I value my husband as a man, as an African-American, awesomely handsome, delicious Christian. Okay. I value my husband. <laughs> okay. I do. And so when I make a decision that may or may not feel completely comfortable with him, for him, I value his value. So when I am walking around and making decisions and carrying myself as a woman and as a wife, I'm doing so because I value that 
the brand of me being a wife, the fact that I have a ring that symbolizes that I am in a covenant with a man. So if something makes him uncomfortable, I then value what he values. I'll give you a wonderful example. Um, we went to an event and I wore a dress and my husband is very conservative. And so the dress showed that um, she had a little junk in the trunk, you know? Listen, let me just flaunt real quick. Okay, back to being um, professional. So I had a little bit of, you know, some gluteus maximus curvages, you know, a little bit of some emphasis back there on, on the um, derriere, if you will. And, you know, I came out with my, how do I look? And my husband scans me in a different way. You know, I've asked him to scan me in a, from head to toe. That's what I call scan. Just, you know, check to see if anything's out of place, see if I'm ashy, you know, which he did go ahead and say, you need, you need to throw something real quick on them ankles. I was like, good looks. I'm the head, got some lotion, buttered up them ankles real quick. So I wasn't out here looking like I was doing the healing tone with some flour, right? So, or river dancing, if you're not familiar with the healing toe, like I was river dancing in some flour. So, when he scanned me, my way of saying, looking at me up and down, trying to see, you know, what needs to be adjusted. He was like, um, and I looked where his eyes were and I was like, <laughs> now I didn't think anything was wrong with the dress. I thought that it was delectably chosen. I thought the color scheme, I'm looking at it different, but he's scanning me through the lens of this is my wife. And so the first thing that I said was, you're uncomfortable with it? He said, yes. I said, do you want me to change my outfit completely? He was like, no, because I still want to match with you because we were, you know, doing our little cutesy. <laughs> you know how we do, husband. And he was like, no, I still want to match with you. And I was like, no, I could pull out. So I was pulling out other dresses. I was like, I could throw on this real quick. But in the back of my mind, I was like, man, I already did the makeup to color coordinate with the situation. I was like, I'm going to have to find something that works. Cause... But he was like, no. So then I was like, okay, do you want me to throw on this shawl? And when I threw it on, he was like, mm-hmm. But I picked out two options. One was a kind of see-through, kind of like, okay, how does this look? And then the other was, no, it's getting chilly outside because it is, you know, the season that it is. It's getting chilly outside, so I want you to go ahead and wear that sweater. That's down to your ankle. Cute, but more covered. And so I showed them the first one. I'm like, oh, this one is cute. Look at this little mesh little. And he was like, yeah, I still saw it wasn't really happening. And then when I threw on a sweater, he was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then he went ahead to try to explain. He was like, listen, you're my wife. I know how men look. And I stopped him. I was like, listen, you're my husband. You're not comfortable with something. It's a no-brainer. Even though in the back of my head, I was like, come on, sir. The lipstick, the eyeshadow, it go, how much? I, I don't got nothing else to go match with it. But it did not mean that much to me if we had to be five more minutes late I would have been five more minutes late to make sure that when I walked out my husband was comfortable and so I was like you know and the fact that it wasn't even a second guess it was you want me to change it completely or you want me to alter it because again that was me exploring with him you see what I'm saying Another example, I mean, I got a thousand examples, but that's just the latest one. But I felt like that would have really brought it home if Kim was like, okay, so then what do you suggest? And then they kind of went back and forth on it. We don't need to be in this ever-changing battle of, no, I, no I'm going to keep how I was before you. Like, really? Like, really? Like, so the challenge that I have for everybody in life, 
Because I don't feel like this is just for marriages, you know, it, for any relationship. Boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, whatever, you know, boss, employee, what have you. The challenge that I want you to explore with yourself is, am I being asked of something out of my power? Or am I just simply struggling with submit, submission and adjusting? That's what I really want you to ask yourself. Am I being asked something out of my power? No. He's not saying, no, I want you to wear my pants. Like, bro, I'm not doing that. The venue that we're going to, I'm going to look ridiculous. He's saying, mm, I don't want nobody's eyes right there. And I know that when they play wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, you're going to be wobbling. And I don't want nobody seeing my wife wobble. And I get it because she be wobbling, you know. Listen, let God let me wobble. But he just wants the wobble to be, you know, marriage contained. And I get it. <laughs> so what I really want you, I mean, again, I don't want you hanging up this phone. You know what these conversations are. They're life-provoking conversations. I don't want you hanging up like, ooh, oh, baby, wobble, baby. Get in there. Like, I don't want you, you know, even though it's a good song. My husband will not wobble with me. He's not interested. Not outside. <laughs> Let me keep it friendly. But I want you to walk away with knowing that something needs to change because these are life-provoking conversations, right? So I guess my thing is just this. In any situation, please don't be so adamant in maintaining your past while you're in a current situation. It's unfair. It's uncalled for. And if you didn't get in a relationship to take on shared beliefs, then you don't need to be in a relationship at all. I'm sorry. You just, it is, it's not, you can very well so maintain your individuality while still respecting your unity. Right? That's all I got for you. Those were bars. Go ahead and quote some of that because some of that was excellence and I don't care what nobody's talking about. But as my good, good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. I'm going to go ahead and play wobble and dance by myself. I don't care because that's, get in there. Yeah, that's long as everything. All right, I'm going to talk to you later. Yeah, yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah.